Welcome to ICP with We. In the name of fucking pigs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I had to put stink on it. <laughs> Ready? I'm going to try not to laugh. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to try and get through it. <clears throat> In the name of... <laughs> In the name of fucking pigs and missing songs, but then we listened to it. So we technically didn't miss it, but then it's titled that we miss it. So I'm not quite sure how to quite handle that anyways, but also awesome contests. This is our ongoing examination of the insane clown posse. I'm Eric and I'm Aaron. And today we're reviewing the ICP songs. We missed volume nine. And welcome to ICP with we. This is our ongoing examination of the insane clown posse. And this ongoing examination has naturally led us to the ninth and final installment of a volume of volumes, rather, of works of ICP songs that we just didn't quite get to. Although now we have. But now we fucking have. Yeah, I mean, officially, we've listened to since we're recording this episode now, you know, we've already listened to the shit. We've officially listened to everything. Once we record and release an episode, does it negate the name of the like they're called songs we missed? Well, once we released it, we've no longer missed them. Should we put like at the bottom or like afterwards, like editor's note since release? And this is all in the main title, by the way. Mm. Editor's note, since release, comma, the ICP with we boys, with a Z, have since heard all selections they are about to review. What do you think? I think we should go with something like songs we missed prior to the episode you're listening to because now we've heard them and we've no longer missed them. So they're included in the songs that we've heard. Ah, okay. So you're just, so we're reworking the whole title then. Yeah, that's that that should be the names of the, We have fucked it up. That's all. We've we've really fucked it up this time. Hey, speaking of things we fucked up, we missed adding one of our what are you, picks. My dad? <laughs> no, I didn't say speaking of you know, speaking of my biggest fuck up and disappointment in life. I didn't say that. Oh, oh, sorry. My mistake. I thought that's what I heard. Oh, no. Uh, So we always try to pick our favorite songs and add them to our playlist at the end of these episodes. And Uh, in a previous episode, we were talking about songs and specifically talking about Blaze albums. And one of our picks, I I think, is uh, your dead homie, if you're not familiar. Right. Right. My dead homie. His name is Blaze. Uh, I chose one of Blaze's songs and. When you went to look on Spotify, all of the dates are incorrect. So you went to look for an album released in whatever, 2008 or something like that, or earlier than that. even Right. But the most recent one is 2010. And this album, even though it was released much earlier 
I think it says like 2015 or 2014. So at a quick glance, you went, nope, I scrolled through and looked at the dates. There's a lot of stuff here. It's not on here. Well, Pete from Juggalo Rewind pointed out those albums actually are on Spotify. Did you end up adding it to our playlist and did it put us over 10 hours? I actually so I considered adding it right then and there. And then I said, no, wait, I want to wait for the next recording. And and I want this to be brought up and let's add it right now because I want to see live if this brings us over 10 hours. So, Eric, can you recall what the album was that or what the song name was? I think I think it was on Colton Grundy and what I want to say the, the song was Climbing maybe was the name of it. Let's see. Let, let me go straight to the conversation where we discussed this and I will tell you. Yeah, I can't quite remember. So Pete said, you are dumb. You missed a song. <laughs> By the way, uh, Pete, uh, thank you so much for calling out the fact that when we do these episodes, I don't read things on my screen. I just glance at dates and numbers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, it is the song Climbing from okay. Colton Grundy. Well, I'm about and, to add uh, it to the playlist right now. Add it and let's see. All right. Hold on. Before I add it, before I add it, where were we at? Let me click over. Let's see where we were at. We're at nine hours and 57 minutes. So nine hours, 57 minutes. I'm going to guess this is a three plus minute song. Oh, this is absolutely blowing us over this thing. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and add it. It's a seven minute song. Oh, shit. Seven minute, wow. seven minute, 42 second song. Maybe there's something tacked in there at the end, but we are officially over 10 hours. Thank you. Thank you so much to Pete for we have uh, Pete to thank for that. We've been working toward 10 hours and I thought actually I was going to say I thought this episode would be the one that would do it. And it it was just not the way I expected. But huge shout right. out to both Pete and Chris from Juggalo Rewind. Listen, if you like our show and you like shows like Juggalo Judgment and you're looking to add a different type of juggalo or music podcast to your rotation. If you just can't get enough of that sweet content, check out Juggalo Rewind. They do it a little different. They pick an album and they do episodes song by song through the album. Totally different format than than what we do, but cool show, cool dudes. Make sure you go check their shit out. It's great tent. It is great tent. We we consider them to be part of our podcast network team crew, part of our crew. You know, I don't think we don't have an official thing, but I think we all sort of agreed that we kind of are, are going to crew up and support each other and stuff. And and we consider them part of our circle, part of the IPP, the IPP, the insane pod posse. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> All right. Uh, coin it. No, I love it. <laughs> so uh, we are officially over 10 hours now, uh, which is great. We're at 10 hours and five minutes. Wow. That's nuts. That's heavy. That's very heavy, Doc. Uh, so this is the final episode of Songs We Missed. Can you believe it? I, I actually can because uh, we've lived through all of these episodes. We even did sort of a bonus songs we missed episode last week for House of Crazies. So true. Yeah, we've I mean, been missing a lot, yeah. but we've been catching it. Right. We are catching what they're throwing out. 
if they're putting it down, we're picking it up. Yeah, that's kind of what's happening here. Yes. Uh, so we have an interesting selection of songs. And <laughs> yep. I find this one interesting, not only because of the content of some of these songs, <laughs> yes. but uh, I find this this selection interesting because we were doing our thing throughout a large portion of this selection. Absolutely, we were. And that's uh, that's that's crazy to me because some of this stuff I see and I see like, for example, the eight ways to die cipher, mm-hmm. uh, which is the first on our selection. And we'll, we'll get to right. thoughts in a little bit. But uh, that one I've listened to before. Right. Because it was like new back in 20, what, 2020 when we started it. So it was released in 2019. Right. In 2020, like even like it was only a year old months, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Even six months into when we started, I, my YouTube thumbnails were all ICP because of this podcast and right. the curiosity got the best of me. So I have listened to Eight Ways to Die before. And I think uh, I all, we've we've talked about it on episodes before because I'm, we I think I even brought it up to you and we discussed it. Yes. I was going to ask you, I'm pretty sure we have, but I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I was going to ask if you remember if we did. Yeah, we never um, did a, a proper review, but we definitely discussed this. I remember because as I as I listened and started writing my notes, I remember talking to you about it. And here's a crazy thing. Something else that I remembered prior to us starting this podcast, this video or actually the song Maybe on on Spotify, because I I, want to say it might be on Spotify. Either way, either YouTube or Spotify suggested this to me when it came out because Cage is in it. And I had, you know, I mean, Uh, I've listened to Cage a lot over the years. You're a Cage fan. Yeah. During the time when I wasn't listening to ICP, the algorithm still caught me. And I remember going to practice for hollowed out in you know beginning of 2019 and telling dave in the car about this i'm like yo you should hear this i was like it's like i don't know what to think about it it's 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 so weird to hear some of these mcs on this track uh but anyway oh very yeah, strange I, even it's i i heard strange. it before our podcast so it's very strange to revisit this after because when i first listened to it i listened to it after listening to fucking ringmaster probably you know what i mean like I mean, you, there was a big pause between fucking and ringmaster and i thought you were just i listened to it after fucking after i, li- I mean i listened to it after fucking so like it's totally different now yeah. right yeah. um but no i mean i listened to it after we reviewed probably fucking ringmaster or some probably. shit like that yeah you know huge so difference. I, I have like this entire depth of icp knowledge yeah. To go at like when I listen to this song again now and it's nuts. Anyways, we're getting too deep into we just this to, one yeah, song. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the overall selection today. Eric, what are what what's the info? What do we need? So the info you need, all of the songs in this episode, and I can't believe I'm saying this, were released between 2019 and today. We are catching up to present. Uh, today. During this time, ICP got super active. Jay released the Brother EP. Shaggy released the Gloomy Sunday EP. Clearly the prequel to Jay's upcoming Bloody Sunday EP. Uh, ICP released Fearless Fred Fury and the 12-track 50-minute Flip the Rat EP. 
They also released Forgotten Freshness 6, and then they dropped the You Produce House Party Peep Show EP and the whole Yum Yum era of albums, including Lure, Bedlam, Vic, Pug, and the definitely not released on Halloween of this year or yet as of recording, Whoa. It's almost as if they're like, oh shit, there's a new ICP podcast that's going to be starting up pretty soon. We need to fill them with some some content we need to get we need to get busy so they have shit to talk about i i you know what and i thank them for that i thank them because for that too i'm pretty sure like just their activity in the last what three we'll years three years yeah yeah it, just their activity in the last three years have probably filled up a almost a season's worth of content for us of course and will continue to fuel us into the future Exactly. I mean, they're dragging us well into our next season by uh, putting off Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, I just listed off a bunch of uh, albums that have come out basically between when we started the show and now. Is there a favorite that jumps out from that list to you or something that that when I listed it, you went, oh, that that was a good one. I dug that. Golly, honestly, most and I know that I shat on a little of the early stuff, but most of the yum yum era stuff. Yeah. Um. I, I've I've really come like I, I've instantly love loved um like Vic. I I, I really liked Vic. Um. Yum yum bedlam w- was solid. Pug ugly was was great. I've I've come around on lure, mm. and I'm I'm so excited for whoa. I, you know I was I was I felt my first gut punching icp let down i know that i know that it's been happening uh but i haven't been caught up to current until like what last year yeah. late last year uh so i felt my first gut punching icp let down with whoa yeah the crazy thing is bedlam had been delayed 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 but by the time we caught up to where bedlam was we were catching up right to the point where it had been delayed to and actually released. So we felt none of the pain. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, we, uh, we kind of, they kind of held up and, and let us just kind of run in step with it. Yeah. So So thank you for that, ICP. If you don't know what's going on right now and during this time frame, psychopathic, well, I mean, we clearly do. And we talked about it a little bit last time, but Psychopathic is basically just releasing ICP and Ouija albums, although Ouija is mostly being published through the Chapter 17 imprint. But like we saw at the gathering, Ouija had huge hatchetmen up on like light up hatchetmen on stage and stuff like I think people and even Ouija just kind of view him as part of the psychopathic family. A very small family. Big Hoodoo did release an album in 2020, but it looks like it was released through a label called Eardrug Music in partnership with Psychopathic. So there's a hatchet man on the album, but it is credited to Eardrug Music. And I will say the album does feature... Juggalo and Hatchet Man focused songs, including one with ICP, which is on our list today. Uh, Now, I just want to note there, we know that there are songs that have released since we ran the Songs We Missed contest because that was the end of last year. We've been working through this basically all this year, right? When did we start? When did we do the first Songs We Missed episode? I feel like that had to have been early January, right? It was actually April was the first one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So for most of the year, because we we wrapped up the previous season in March and then in April 
started in mm. to songs we missed. God, we've had such an eventful year. <laughs> we really have. But anyway, we know there are songs that have released over this year that haven't made it onto this list. And right. at the end of this episode, listen to the end, we're going to announce a new contest for songs we still missed. We're going to pick up anything that didn't get included in these nine episodes, plus new stuff if, you, if you'd like to suggest it. So we know. We know. You ready to get into these tracks? I cannot wait. We've already talked a lot about the first one, but we'll talk more. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously the first one is the 2019 Cypher uh, called Eight Ways to Die. Uh, artists is ICP, DJ Paul, Stitches, Mac Lethal, Esham, Ouija Mac, Cage, released in 2019. Eric, what were your thoughts? Yeah, one of the biggest thoughts I've had is that the first time I heard this, uh, I still kind of had a wall up. I I didn't want to let myself uh, enjoy it because I was like, eh, that's not me. At this point, when I listened to it, I, I, I can fully just accept it for what it is. And and I think it's cool. Uh, I've heard this several times as we discussed. I uh, either you heard it or I sent it to you or something. Like I said, I know we've talked about it, but I think this is easily the best cipher of all the ones we we have reviewed. And this is it's supposed to technically be cipher eight, but I think it's the seventh one that was released because I don't think there is a seven anyway. I wish they had kept doing these every year in this format with a group of different and diverse artists from both inside and outside the label. I think that's so cool. I also think the video is cool. They put some they actually put some work and production effort into this one and it looks great. I think everyone with the exception of one person just kills their verses on this and the one person that I don't think really does is Stitches who is good uh, on most of his verse, but I feel like it was a big whiff to like drop out the middle of his verse and do the you can fuck with me over and over. And I'm like, he does part of a verse, then that. And I feel like his verse is ending and then he comes back in and I'm like, just structurally feels weird. But we start with Shaggy, who just slaughters the first verse. Like, it's really, really good. He goes hard. And I think everybody goes hard on this, to be honest. Just having Esham and Cage on a track together is really enough to make this a must listen for me. But then hearing somebody who I am peripherally aware of because I've seen some of his YouTube videos and stuff, Mac Lethal is one of the ones that like surprised me because he just his verse lyrically and delivery wise, it is a big standout here. And, you know, we have discussed this concept before, but if I knew somebody that didn't know about ICP or didn't like them or didn't understand them. I feel like this video and track would be a great way to introduce them, to let them hear what they're about, because I think that this track shows how broad the styles and influence and reach of the scene can be. You've got some more mainstream artists like DJ Paul in there. You've got some veterans from the underground rap scene in there. You've got some people who are more well-known for doing things like YouTube videos and stuff like that. You've got some meme rappers, like just all kinds of different styles and influences there. 
And also, unlike on some of the ciphers, I think Jay and Shaggy, well, Shaggy, of course, Jay, I feel like for some reason on the ciphers has not had the best showings, but both of them on this one come off looking super sick. And it's hard for me to believe that they dropped this a month after Fred Fury, which I think this is better than anything on that album or on Flip. But those are my thoughts. And grand thoughts they are, my friend. And I have insanely similar thoughts. First off, uh, Stitches was the only artist that really didn't impress me on this cypher. I think when I originally listened to this, I also kind of still had my shield up, right? Uh, and that's, I guess, totally natural. When we started the podcast the way that we did, you know, as yeah. somebody returning from a very long time, somebody never hearing shit like this before. That being said, Shaggy absolutely kills this beat. And the beat is super interesting, by the way. Devereaux uh, produced this and did a great job with this beat. Sounds amazing. And it's funny. There's a lot of lines in here that I didn't really fully like understand or like you know i understood but i didn't really get the reference to um like when isham called out uh kill the fetus i hadn't listened to kill the fetus at that point whenever i listened to this shit like that so uh, i like listening to this now and i like being able to compare to listening to it before being deep into you know all of icp's music and and horrorcore and psychopathic records and stuff there's enough variety in these artists that makes this long cipher feel super interesting. I don't feel bored one second. No, nope. um, never. Everybody, never. Yeah, no. Uh, Devro does enough changing up the beat and 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 stuff like that. The artists do enough working with the beat in their own different styles and not trying to come together and 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 change their styles to be more similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all unapologetically how they are as rappers, at least the ones that I recognize. I'm sure the other ones were as well. This is a fucking great cypher. I, I agree with you. I think this is my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think by leaps and bounds, my favorite one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Leaps and bounds. Yeah, both. One of each, maybe two of each. Cool. Exactly. Let's move on to the second song in our selection. This one is called Round Here. This is Project Born featuring ICP from the album Born Dead 3, The Reaper's Revenge. Release year, May of 2019. What did you think about this? We've talked about Project Born in the past. They are back. Yeah. Um. I always blot out Project Born after we talk about them, I think, because... I never really know what I'm getting into whenever we get back into them. I don't know. Uh, This one had a really weird beat and it sounds like Jay didn't really know exactly how to use this beat or work with this beat. But as soon as the second verse kicks in, I don't know which member of project born that is their vocal delivery style and their, how, how they work with the beat and their flows show you that this is exactly their style of beat and their style of music. And they do it very well. I think that the hook is actually really good. Jay does the chorus. Um, and I think it sounds really good. It, it's, it's pretty fucking dope. This song, I feel like if you take out 
Shaggy's verse and if you take out Jay's verse and you just have Project Born's verses and Jay's chorus, I would really fuck with this song because I, I don't think that Shaggy or Jay really knew quite what to do uh, on their verses, but everything else sounded pretty fucking cool. It's interesting because I didn't really have a problem with them. I liked their stuff. Uh, I, I especially liked Shaggy's verse because it was just like some of his lines were hard. But I think overall, this song is sick. I actually really liked the beat and I was surprised by how hard this track went, really. You know, I, I never really would have thought about it and thought I really like Project Born. But this track, I was like, yeah, I think I, you know, I, I like the songs that they do together. We we did one from Born Dead 2 and I didn't think much of it, but they had a song on like the first Forgotten Freshness one and two that I really liked called Graveyard uh, back then. And this just kind of took me back there. This track really hit for me and reminded me of some of like the 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 golden age era ICP stuff, which is rad. But yeah, I, I liked the music. I liked the delivery. I really liked Jay singing on the hook, to be honest. I think it sounded great. Yeah, the, I mean... I was very surprised at Jay singing on the hook. I fuck with it like really hard. Yeah, I was like, do we have legs layered in here? But I don't think so. I think that was just Jay and I think it sounded really good. Yeah, it sounded dope. No, I this I, I feel like they sounded awkward at times in their in their uh, verses. Yeah, you are right. Shaggy did have some pretty hard uh, flows now that you mention it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, sick song. I think we both uh, both agree. Pretty fucking sick song. Let's move to the next one. Okay. This one is called The Dark, and it was the 2019 Hollow Wicked single. So the artist is ICP. Eric, what were your thoughts? What are my thoughts on this song? Musically, I think this might be one of the stranger songs we've reviewed on this show. There are so many just elements that feel completely left field on this song from that high pitched voice at the beginning and the end doing the darkness stuff to the like i guess it's the hook with the different bird sounds that keeps coming i didn't back. know what to call it <laughs> yeah uh yeah i do get a lot of yum yum era sounds and style from this like i guess more lure ish sort of era feel is what i'm i'm feeling like i I know that Lure was apparently scrapped tracks from an initial version of Yum Yum Bedlam. And I would think that they dropped Fred Fury at the very beginning, I think in February of 2019. So by October, it stands to reason that they would have been into production, which is maybe why this sort of has some of that vibe and feel to it. But there are parts where... I'm vibing with the track. I'm like, yeah, these verses sound good. It's kind of a cool beat. And then all of a sudden they do some weird thing that pulls me out of it. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that happens and it gives character to a track and makes it stand out. On this one, I would say it's definitely memorable and there are parts that I like, but overall, this is just weird. It's a weird song and it, it goes off on strange tangents. But what did you think? Yeah, so I at first I originally called the bird thing like a bridge, but I was like, no, it happened. Like this is a it chorus. Like four or this five like times. Yeah. yeah, but I I think you say it perfectly when you say that like this 
you get pulled into this cool song with uh with um you know super awesome beat and then something happens that just pulls you out of it and that's something as you said happens like four times it's the chorus but even that thing but with even the, like the other high pitched darkness at yeah. the beginning of the end or lines like would you rather step in guts or hippopotamus shit and i was like what <laughs> what yeah, are you no, talking there, about there are multiple things that that make the make you snap out of this song and this one is uh i didn't really yeah i didn't know what to make of it it definitely has a lure era vibe to it i i i can totally see that i agree with you on that one um strange i like the wicked. beat a lot yeah oh very strange for hollow wicked this is not a, a traditional hollow wicked song in the slightest i like the beat a lot mm-hmm. i honestly i like the verses for the most part same it's it's just the the chorus and the yeah that high pitch at the beginning and the end took me out of it as well a couple of the lines it's just strange if they would have put a proper hook in there and not a thousand birds uh, <laughs> well here's the cool. thing you've got to take risks sometimes to do something yeah. different and interesting sometimes that stuff works this one I feel like they would have listened back and went all right the bones of the song are here let's just tweak this a little and fix some of this weird shit. But maybe there right. were, I don't know. There, there is a point and this might be the point. I'm going to talk about it later as we get to another song, but there's a point where they, they, they shift and it's almost like, uh, you know, your, your aunt or whatever that talks gibberish and doesn't quite make sense. And you're like, Oh, at some point you stopped thinking like normal people and things just don't make sense anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't yeah. know if that's the right way to describe it, but this song, I kind of went either you're on a different level or you're on something. I don't know, but stuff kind of went off the rails for this track, but the bones of what's here. I like agreed. Absolutely agreed. All right. Let's <laughs> speaking of off the rails. <laughs> Let's go to track four in our selection for today. This one is called Insane Cone Posse. The artist is MC Cone featuring Shaggy Too Dope. This is a single that was dropped in February 2020 only on SoundCloud by MC Cone. Uh, I put a song on our playlist, by the way. If you don't know, and we'll talk about it later, the playlists for every episode of Songs We Missed are in the description of the episode. They're also in the Songs We Missed channel in our Discord, and I think they're on our YouTube channel as well. But there is an MC Cone song that is not the one we're reviewing in there, just so that people could get a feel for what MC Cone sounds like. If you want to hear the actual song, you have to search it out on SoundCloud. The song is called Insane Cone Posse, and... uh could we put the link to the SoundCloud below? Uh, yeah, I can put it in the description. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. And yep. uh, here's a little bit of background. I mean, yeah, I don't advise clicking it, but whatever. Yeah, no. So this song is basically made from clips of a cameo. So MC Cone asked Shaggy to give him a verse and a cameo, and Shaggy intentionally gave him lines and content that he didn't think he could work into a song, but was more or less impressed to hear that MC Cone managed to use what little he gave him and build it into a track uh, while also acknowledging that the end result is not good. So he's impressed, but the song sucks. What were your thoughts? You know what? This song is ridiculous. Uh, MC Cone knows that this is ridiculous. Yes. Uh, This is his thing, right? 
and that's fun it's fun to hear once if you were to here's my positive thing to say about this song if you were to give me this song and not tell me that it was basically a chopped and screwed cameo of shaggy two dope you think you'd figure it out <laughs> i i don't think i would no? you know if if i listen to this maybe three times uh if i listen to this more than like three times probably but i think i think if i listen to this a couple times i would think shaggy there's some sort of story behind this but shaggy provided this this stuff for him but it's weird it's stupid it sounds dumb yeah the beat is weird i mean it's worth listening to once for the hell of it but yeah those are my thoughts what are your thoughts i mean i think that what he did here is clever right he he technically got a song featuring shaggy too dope technically I mean, Shaggy doesn't have a verse or a hook, but in the most technical sense, he is on the track and provided new content, vocal content for this song in a way. It also kind of sucks. The thing that makes me most mad is that I hadn't thought of this first because, fuck, I wish I would have thought to do this because this is hilarious and awesome. But I kind of feel like this is the rough equivalent of like, going on YouTube and taking clips of Shaggy talking from Palcast or something like that. And oh, yeah. Piecing it together into a verse for a song, which is a thing I'm going to start working on as soon as we finish <laughs> recording. Um, but I mean, MC Cone, I feel like with some solid production and recording and mixing, MC Cone could be pretty good because uh, honestly, his lyrics are clever and funny. And his delivery isn't terrible. I mean, he could be a nerdcore rapper and it would, I mean, even really if he just had a decent mic, I think. Uh, but maybe that's part of the humor here. I don't know. So, so yeah. Yeah. Those are my thoughts on this track. Yeah. There you go. I applaud his ingenuity. Yep. But, uh, you know, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard worse things than this, though. Yeah, no, I have. I think, honestly, I don't think this is the worst. This is like, not the worst thing on this list. Let's be honest. It's well, not, not even a, a, like as far as like what the ridiculous things are that we've reviewed on this. So, you know, the vast volumes of songs we missed. Yeah. Tosh.0 is worse than this. Oh, for sure. Like you have to, yeah, absolutely, guys. It's worth checking out. Yeah, I, I, we want, I want your opinions. Which song is better, us Juggalos or Insane Cone Posse? <laughs> there we go. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the next track. But before we do that, between this track and the next track, something very noteworthy happened, and that was the birth of ICP with We. That's true. And then in response to us starting a podcast about them, they decided to go on a big hoodoo track. Yeah. In September of 2020, the track is called against the grain off the album, the red book, the Houdini Chronicles part one. So many colons. Yeah. I was just say nothing, nothing like a title with a double colon. I love a good double colon title, baby. Eric, what are your thoughts on against the grain? Yeah, they were like, listen, these guys are about six months in. We we don't think they're going to stop. We think they're serious. We should start dropping some new tracks for them. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. 
They, uh, they called up Big Hudo and they said, listen, man. Yeah. Uh, you got to get us on a track. That's what happened. Yeah. Uh, let's also mention that this was the height of COVID chaos at that point. Uh, I had just moved to Seattle, which moving across the country during COVID is a good thing. But uh, mm. yeah, so this album was a COVID drop. And usually from what I can remember and from what I've experienced, COVID drop albums did not perform because people couldn't go out and do shows and stuff just kind of got swept under the rug as people moved on. So I, I, I don't know. The know. few that I dropped did, baby. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I just I don't know much about this album, but we talked about Hoodoo on the last episode uh, and we we talked about the album Asylum, which I've listened to a few songs and I. I never I didn't think I was a hoodoo fan, but I really liked what I heard there. This one, I don't love as much as I I loved the stuff from that album. I've heard I think Mike said that he really liked this album, but this track just doesn't do a lot for me. I do like what hoodoo does on the track. I think his verses are great. They've got a ton of heart. He's very skilled here. Uh, I think he he puts out great verses and a nice hook. I honestly think Jay and Shaggy pull this track down. I think I think Hoodoo pours his heart into this one and has serious things to say. But Jay and Shaggy kind of go like vulgar and crazy, which is weird because the content of this song is really talking about the people that supported him to get here, even though he was going against the grain and and taking, you know, a difficult path in music and talking about the people that he's lost. And I'm like, Jay and Shaggy can talk about this stuff. This they they do this kind of stuff. But instead, they just came out talking crazy. Shaggy's going off about Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn in Overboard. And he's making Pearl Jam Jeremy references and making homophobic references with no slurs. Luckily, Jay's feels kind of off topic because he leans more into railing against the mainstream and psychopathic not being respected or being underground, which is fine. It just feels like the wrong place for it. I just don't think either of them had the heart in their verses that Hoodoo does. Not a bad song overall. Musically, it's a nice song. I think if their verses had aligned with his thematically, then I might like it a lot more. But this one doesn't really grab hold of me what were your thoughts yeah my main thought honestly was if i was big hoodoo i'd kind of feel a little shorted by you know if i got these verses back from icp like damn did y'all even listen to the song yeah like you know what i mean yeah because yeah they're wildly off topic shaggy talking about penis and everything else in the world you know jay's verse it's it sounds good but when you really dig into it it's it's not really uh, it's not really on theme, right? Right. Um, Big Hoodoo sounds really good on this. Uh, his verse was, you know, all of his stuff on this song, super awesome. Sounded great. This isn't necessarily a subgenre of rap that I really love. Right. Right. But uh, I can recognize when it's executed well. And I think that he executes it very well. Yeah. Um, that being said, I th- yeah, I think ICP definitely drags this down. Yeah, I you know, I think there are things that Hoodoo does that I like quite a bit. This is definitely a more, you know, if you took ICP off this track, this would be a radio ready song that I think 
would go over just fine. Well, maybe not right now, but a few years back. Uh, and right. I don't hate it, but I, I, you know, I think what he does is done well here. I just, uh, yeah, I just don't necessarily love the style, but I think hoodoo is growing on me in general. Yeah, I feel that. You know, I, I feel like he's probably, he's grown on me a little bit as well. Yeah. I, I, I was a little critical of him at first. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to track six in our selection. This is the one that I know everybody is waiting for us to get to. <laughs> mm. um, this is a song called The Grump. This is by ICP. It's technically Violent J featuring an artist called Erica Schkemby from a, a band called Suffer It Down. Um, I guess they were the third place winner of ICP's Juggalo Gong Show at the beginning of 2021 because throughout COVID lockdowns, they did a lot of content in streams and stuff like this, including talent shows. Anyway, that's the artist. This was released in April 2021. The album, this is technically just a single, but it was given out to people that attended the 25th anniversary prom night massacre show in May of 2021. And Violent J claims that this song was never intended to be released. During a live stream on their Patreon, he basically apologized for the song, describing it as the worst ICP song in the history of ICP songs. And uh, he explained that they originally intended to give out a song about Bigfoot, which wasn't finished in time for the concert. Uh, so we will talk about that Bigfoot song later in this episode. But instead... They gave out this song. The beat was produced by Mike P, which is not a surprise at all when you listen to it. Aaron, what were your thoughts on the uh, much reviled The Grump? I cannot believe I am the one that starts this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you ordered it this way. I put them in order of release date. You did. You did. You were fair. First off, this is undeniably a Mike P beat. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, secondly, this is terrible. <laughs> this is awful. Right. It, like these verses are just like, I can't, I don't even, I didn't even bother pulling up the genius page on this song. Cause I don't even want to look at the verses uh, of this song. Like this, <laughs> this is, Ugh. It's not hard to understand the verses. And it's not hard to understand. No, you do not need the lyrics to understand this song at all. It's hard um, to understand how these verses got written and recorded and released. But and it's recorded not, and released, right. yeah. Yes. You know, it's funny because when I was listening to prepare, I always loved doing a genius listen uh, and pull up the lyrics. And I saw down at the bottom a quote from the Patreon live stream about... You know, oh, the grump is supposed to be uh, a monster so nasty, it, you know, it, like a ghoul or an ogre. It fucks pigs. It eats children. It's disgusting. You know, you you can write that and you can write that concept. And I'm sure that ICP and Violent J can write that concept very well. But this is way beyond that. It's nuts. Like it. If that's what the song was supposed to be about, then make it about that. <laughs> you went way off base. Who who like 
continued the recording after three lines in and and said, no, I'm not going to immediately stop this recording and say, Jay, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, you're right on that. But um, this is not the only song on our list where you could say that. It's not. It's not. It's not. I just don't. I'm glad that Violent J recognizes what this is. <laughs> I, I just wish I mean, he had the foresight of recognizing it before printing, you know, a couple thousand copies and handing them out for free. But when when did he recognize that after people complained online or, mm. you know, I mean, yeah, that's I, a good point. I find it very hard to buy the this was never meant to be released because they recorded it. They put it on a CD and they handed it out to people at a special event show. So, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't if it's never meant to be released. First of all, don't record it in the first place. Listen, if it yeah, showed up on Forgotten Freshness Volume 7 and there were notes that said this was never meant to be released. OK, I believe that. Yeah, but this. Yeah, that's true. This is not like a, it's clearly not something they pulled out of their ass like, oh, man, we. We really didn't ever meant to release this, but we're scraping the bottom of the barrel because we got nothing left to give out to these people. We've got this one song we've been sitting on that we could put out. Yeah, no, this you could have put so many other things out than this. Like, okay, I will say this song is not good. The lyrics and delivery are so ridiculous and lazy. The singing and that like weak ass whisper scream on the hook do not fit with anything else going on. I I guess the music is fine. I don't know. I hardly noticed the music until my third listen of this. But the song is about mostly about fucking and raping pigs a lot. Like there's a lot of pig fucking talk in this song. And I, I think you're right. The theming conceptually of this song about this horrible entity I feel like fits really well with their lore and mythology. The execution here, a big miss. Hear me out, though. I feel like we've reviewed songs that I've liked even less than this or that I thought were worse overall. This is definitely near the bottom, but I I would have to really think about it and build out a bottom five songs list to determine whether I think this is the worst. And I don't know if I think it is. Maybe I wouldn't say that this is this is definitely bottom five for me, but I wouldn't say it's probably the worst because, yeah, I mean, we've reviewed a lot of shit that I think sounds worse than this. I think the big misstep here is Jay saying, oh, the concept was there. The concept was there. I just didn't execute it right. Man, there's more than one misstep here. There's Every a yeah. facet of this was a like wrong pieces like it's almost like you opened up eight puzzle boxes and took one piece from each and forced them together and went there you go yeah i I mean it's i don't even know how many passes this got before they ended up mass producing it you know what i mean yeah i mean i'm gonna agree with jay this should have not been released this is not Great. There's nothing wrong with recording a quick demo pass of a song to go. I just want to get the ideas down. And from here we can iterate. But I feel like this the the production is more polished than that. But the the lyrics and delivery on it feel like 
quick demo record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's get away from it. Please. Uh, and on to something that's just even better. Oh, God. Uh, and that is... <laughs> And that is the ICP single given out at the gathering in 2021. Yep. Yukon Moose Dick. Yeah. So the YouTube video in the link, by the way, has like two minutes and 30 seconds of silence at the end. It's strange, but it's the only one that Eric could find. Eric, what are your thoughts? I'm surprised there aren't any other uploads of this. And if there are, they are under different names or hidden or something. But this song is tied to the grump in the sense that this was the the CD that they had intended to give out at the Prom Night Massacre show, which is weird because what does Bigfoot have to do with the Prom Night show? The Uh, Bigfoot thing makes way more sense as a gathering giveaway. Right, because they did the like Hunt for Bigfoot event and you got the CD. They did that at this year's gathering too, the Hunt for Big Smoke, which had the sequel song, which is not on our list and I'm sure will be suggested for songs we still missed. But Jay basically said they struggled to finish this song. They said – he says that the song was haunted like no matter what they did – they they just couldn't do it. The song was cursed. And so they had no choice but to give out the grump. So ultimately, they ended up giving it out to people that purchased $200 VIP tickets to go hunt for Bigfoot at the gathering in 2021. You know, it's crazy that they found it difficult writing a seven minute song about Bigfoot. Seven and a half minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh. You know, I really thought I'd listened to this song before, but I definitely haven't. I think I listened to the very beginning of it and turned it off, uh, knowing that at some point we'd have to listen to this, uh, because I definitely would remember having heard this. It's weird to me that Jay is the one that has a Bigfoot obsession, but both of these songs are primarily Shaggy, this one and Hunt for Big Smoke, which is really weird to me. Uh, Shaggy's verses are fine. It's a strange concept for a song, kind of funny, but then Jay's parts are confusing on this. Um, it it doesn't match up. I thought at first he was doing the hook, but then I'm like, no, this is more than a hook. It just keeps going. And then Shaggy does another verse and then it evolves into using Bigfoot as like a metaphor for like the Juggalo <laughs> community being unseen by most and most don't believe in him and only seen by few and we're family. And why is this seven and a half minutes long? Like this song is a mess. It's all over the place. It's overly long. It's very strange. Like after these last three songs, I'm like, something happened to Jay between the beginning of 2019 and 2021 because he he came out swinging on those first couple of tracks that we listened to. And then everything just got weird, like nonsensical, like stuff got out of control. I don't know. Did you did you like this? What were your thoughts? Are you telling me that Moose Dick make Puss Scream Moose name makes no sense to you? Nope. Mm-mm. It doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah. So it's so funny that you say that you thought you listened to this before because I thought I listened to this before. And then like by probably 30 seconds in, I was like, I've never fucking heard no, this song. Exactly. In my life. Yeah. This just goes off the. Re- I mean, Violent J just goes bananas on this yeah, song. Yes, I, like, I, I don't know what's happening. 
Um, it's almost and, like they they brought him to the studio on a leash and then just unlinked the chain and closed the door. <laughs> and they're like, we'll come back in three minutes. It's about Bigfoot. Get going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then, yeah. And then like the chant, like the outro, the long outro at the very end. That's just like, OK, so I don't know why you felt the need to tie this to make it seem like a deep metaphor after just talking about a massive dicked Bigfoot for <laughs> six minutes. <laughs> right. Like I, you don't need the song can just be about a Bigfoot with a big dick. You don't. it doesn't need to be tied. I don't understand the, the end. Uh, uh, sonically. I think it sounds cool. It'd be cool if it was on a song that had more meaning or that actually had a song that was a metaphor for family and whatever right but uh that's not this song the song is ridiculous no i would agree the song is ridiculous do you want to move on to another song i would absolutely love to move on to another song great let's move on to track eight this one is called vengeance this one is by shaggy the airhead featuring icp shaggy the airhead obviously we know as a producer that has worked on a lot of uh, modern icp songs from the album waking up released in august of 2021 what were your thoughts this song is pretty fucking cool i've i've legitimately never heard anything outside of you know the beats that he's produced i've never heard like a shaggy the airhead track Mm -hmm. before I like it a lot. I think I'm going to listen to more Shaggy Lairhead tracks. Yeah. I think that uh, that he sounds super fucking cool. I think that he, he's got a pretty, pretty fucking uh, unique sound and works with the beat very well. Uh, the beat is very cool. I'm assuming he probably fucking made it. The hook is dope. I think Jay sounded super fucking sick. I like this song was like a big time like, oh, this is awesome. I, I'm going to listen to this again. There was I didn't really have like a, a big problem with this song. This song was fucking cool. I did have a big problem with it because fuck that fucking snare. I could only get through this song once because I started it up a second really? time and it fucking hurts my ears. This song is all snare. It's all I can hear. I didn't even notice. It so, didn't even stand out to me. Fuck Shaggy huh. the Airhead for tuning that <laughs> snare so high and mixing it like all the way at the front of the mix. Like it's so loud to me. Did it sound like a dodgeball? No. Oh, those are my favorite snares. It sounded like somebody was poking my ears with a pencil. Oh, that sounds less pleasant. Yeah. Uh, I am. I'm going to I'm definitely going to re-listen to this like after this episode. I'm I, definitely I did not, catch not going to. I, I, Shaggy the Airhead does not do a lot for me as a rapper. He's proficient, but I, I don't you know, I don't listen to his voice and go, wow, he's got a really cool tone or or style. Uh, but I think ICP shows the fuck up on this track. I think they both put in solid verses. And I I love the multiple references to like the two shaggies. I, I thought that was really cool. Like that was fucking great. Like two yeah. shaggies on a skateboard. I was like, that's cool. Like there was a bunch of cool fucking things in this song. I, I just I, I listening both in the car and then on headphones. I just couldn't handle that mix. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go back and listen to that. Dang. Okay. Uh, well, hey, let's go ahead and move on to the next track. And that was last year's Hollow Wicked single titled Fun. What were your thoughts? 
The previous song hurt my ears. This one just gave me a seizure. This song <laughs> is so frenetic and unfocused. It's Jay is so all over the place in this song the entire time. Musically and structurally, this thing is you can't tell what's coming and going. Now, I will say beneath the chaos, I get more yum yum vibes from this. There are lots of, especially like Lure era. I think this is a track from that first original, whatever was going to be Yum Yum Bedlam that became uh, like House Party Peep Show, like the You Produce and became Yum Yum's Lure. Even though this came out, what, around the time that Yum Yum Bedlam came out? When did Yum Yum Bedlam drop? Yes. Yeah, October 31st, 2021. So this song released alongside it, essentially. But I get more of the the stuff that feels like it was from the previous era on there. And there are lots of Yum Yum references, especially the one that stood out to me was the mention of Yum Yum Fun Corp, which is where you can get your Ding Ding doll and also your Mighty Moat. You can also get Jay's Fun Box or whatever from it, uh, which is full of pranks or something. I think... In a sense of feeling like a cohesive verse, Shaggy's might be a little better than Jay's, but lyrically, I think it's maybe worse than Jay's. And then, I don't know, the the back portion of this song, it goes in a completely different direction and Jay just starts saying crazy things are fun. I don't. This one was hard to listen to for me. This is an almost unlistenable song, in my opinion. What were your thoughts? I listened to this track one time because this is every this song is everywhere, but like nowhere at all at the same time. Jay just goes crazy and not like a crazy good on the beat. Like, where are you going? Because every which way it's like this song is it's so hard to decipher an actual song out of this song. I feel like. Yes. Because every which way it's 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 there's beat changes. There's fucking vocal style changes there. I mean, it's it's a mess. I don't even know what like I'm not quite sure what this was meant for. Like, was this I'm assuming this was recorded specifically for the Hollow Wicked single. I, I don't think so. I think it was recorded for that whatever was going to be yum yum bedlam and i think this was another additional song they had left over when they dropped the true yum yum bedlam Mm. so they some of the tracks went to house party peep show some of the tracks went to lure i think this was one of those tracks as well i bet you there are tracks that may show up on a Maybe. I'm sure there's some tracks we haven't heard yet. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they'll be on a yeah, yeah. freshness. Yeah, Maybe true. we've low key heard them or reversioned re-recordings of them on some of the EPs. I don't know. But I think I, I would be willing to bet that this was that. And then maybe they just went in and recorded the Halloween thing at the end because he does say Halloween. Yeah, that makes sense. I. I just don't know why this was rec- like when they recorded this in the first place. I'm not too sure why. Yeah, this one is another one that I'm like, OK, it's a head scratcher. This is a this is a demo thing that that you can then go, OK, where are the good parts here that we can use? Because the yeah, everything what, here what is sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let's move on to the last song in our selection. This one is going to take some context. 
I'm going to have to explain what this is. So this song is called After Murder Sunrise. The artist is by Bloody Brothers, which is basically ICP. This is a single that was released in March of 2022. Now, Bloody Brothers is a super group that was announced back around 2000, maybe 2001-ish, when ICP was still on Island Records. The group was supposedly going to be Jay, Shaggy, and Mikey Clark as a rapper, and their gimmick was going to be that they were these killer hillbillies that looked like scarecrows, and their names were going to be Bloody Louie, Bloody Larry, and Bloody Lyle, and they allegedly were going to be the scariest rap crew of all time, and they announced that they were working on an album called Ye Old Barn. They said that the album would not be on island because people, you know, wouldn't understand it. This is not meant for a mainstream audience. Now, obviously, that album never came out. But does that shtick sound familiar to you at all? The whole evil scarecrow hillbilly thing? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like- <laughs> uh, it's no it's no coincidence that five years later, Boondocks released The Harvest on Psychopathic, right? I think they reworked that concept for him. But anyway, in the summer of 2020, Jay said that Bloody Brothers is still happening and that they had the album, at least all the instrumental tracks done and that Mike P and Kuma and Straight Jacket and other producers had worked on it. No mentions of Mikey Clark there, but that they just needed to record the vocals. So, He said that they were going to drop the album and do a special concert that would be part of the Ultra Live Monster 5. Now, they released this or announced this Ultra Live Monster 5, which was going to be these five big shows, you know, with big releases, big events. And then COVID fucked it up. So they still kind of did it, but it ended up being, you know, stuff on Patreon and streams and stuff like that. Uh, A full year later in 2021, they did do a big redneck concert in West Virginia, which I think people assumed was going to be the Bloody Brothers thing. But there was no Bloody Brothers performance, no release, no thing. But they did announce that Patreon subscribers would get an exclusive Bloody Brothers single. The gimmick was still murderous rednecks, but now it was just Jay and Shaggy. No Mike Clark involvement. And at the beginning of 2022, over 20 years after it was first announced, this single was finally released. So after all that buildup, after all the years, Aaron, what did you think of After Murder Sunrise? I don't like this, and I don't think anybody should be surprised when I say that I don't like this. (laughs) Is that fair? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's so fair. That's so fair. Um, um, yeah. This, so this, yeah, this, in fact, my first note on this is, God, I hate when he does this. Um, because I fucking hate when he does this. This, I, I'm not a fan of boondocks. I'm just not a fan of this gimmick. I'm not a fan of this shtick. I'm not a fan of country rap. And this is, I mean, this is just stupid nonsense country rap is what this is. Had me squealing like a swine. What what, Uh, could you tell what this song was about? Because I kind of feel like I could. And I looked at the lyrics and I'm like, I'm still not sure. No, I I, like I couldn't. I I really think it's about fucking uh, a pig. 
<laughs> the chorus is so like definitely I, about well, falling in love sure. with and fucking a pig. I the couldn't tell. Sure, but I, I feel like there's some, I feel like the whole thing's about fucking a pig just based, I guess, based on some of the, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <sighs> I couldn't tell what if it was about. Spat? I couldn't tell if it was about incest or if it was about fucking an actual pig or I, I couldn't tell. I assumed pig was a, some sort of metaphor in this one, but I don't, I'm not but trying to But it's also hillbilly stuff. They might be talking a about fucking a pig. I don't know. Hey, listen, country boys make do. But also, know? we heard the grump, and that entire song is about fucking a pig. Yeah. Yep. What is cum spat? I have to know what a cum spat is. Well, I know what a cum is, I'm a, splat is, but maybe spat as in the past tense of spit or maybe it's a, I, a small argument with cum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a cum spat. Don't you hate it when you get in a cum spat with your stepdad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a very um, risky Google search. Oh, God. <laughs> no, yeah, this this song is bizarre. This is, uh, I, I, I don't like it. I... It's not the content that I don't like. It's the sound. Well, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the content, but it's the sound I don't like. Like, I just, to the core of this song, this is not for me. So here's the thing. This is not good. I don't like this. That I, would be, say, I thought you were going to say, I, here's the thing. I love this. This would be no surprise to anybody that I don't like this sound or this gimmick at all. However, I think... You could do this gimmick well. You could do, like, if you've seen, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, scary hillbillies can be a, a real thing. Like, that's a scary thing. But you have to go one direction or the other. You either have to play it for laughs or you have to take it full dark, right? You have to go really scary. This is halfway between goofy and disgusting, like, I think their humor is just more gross. Yeah. And, and gross humor works for me. Like, that usually gets me. This one didn't make me laugh. I just kind of went, ugh. It makes me feel yucky to listen to this. I don't like it all the way around. Also, it interpolates Tom Petty's song, Free Fallen. And my first thought when I heard the hook was, boy, I bet Tom Petty's glad he's dead. <laughs> My next thought was, how do we have two songs on our list today about fucking pigs? It's nuts. It's crazy. It's cr that is too, too many. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I didn't like this. This did not no, do anything for me at all. I, I think you're correct when you say that you can do the country murderous horror shtick. No, I don't want country um, at all. Take country out of it, but you well, can the hill, do the but hillbilly like the redneck, redneck. The hill, that's what I'm saying. You can like, do have that. Have seen the hills have eyes? That shit's yeah. scary. Oh, absolutely. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That shit's right. scary. Right. You can do the the hillbilly, the hick. You know, right. you just have to have a a your basis for what a hillbilly is doesn't. Ha it can't be based in the country bears. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like that's that's the issue here i think now i pictured a country bear from the country bear jamboree fucking a pig thanks fucking a pig. <laughs> yeah you're welcome uh 
The pig You're that's in welcome. the mud with the pirate when you go through Pirates of the Caribbean, that oh, animatronic yes. pig. Oh, yes, that yeah. animatronic pig getting yeah. fucked by an animatronic <laughs> uh, country bear. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, that's a shirt right there. You can't tell me that's not a shirt. Oh, my God. I don't want that shirt. Oh, I would wear the fuck out of that shirt. <laughs> Let's let the people speak. Nobody wants that shit. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. No. Y'all, I, I I feel like we probably summed up our Yeah, we're good on this. On this Let's enough, move on right? from that. That was our last track. Yeah. Let's talk about our overall thoughts. Okay. So here's the deal. I have a, I want you to know, I have a very positive reaction to overall this selection of songs. There's some crazy in here. There's yes. some bad in here. Yes. Uh, there's some overly comedic, just bizarre cameo stuff in here. Yep. But there's also eight ways to die. Yeah. I know you don't like it, but there's also vengeance. I really fuck with it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like this, there's some really strong showings from ICP in this selection. I think with, especially with how active they've been in these, in these, this span of years, yeah, they put out bullshit, but they also did solid collaborations against the grain. Another one, another solid, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of their, their verses, but I like that song overall. It's pretty good. I think I think that this selection is it's not our strongest selection overall, but for a musical act like ICP being what they are and being so late into the career into their careers as they are and being as active as they are still. I think that you can show this selection of songs and say, hey, look, they're they're actually still pretty strong. Man, I, I don't Just know if I ignore can say a lot that. of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So for me, this grouping started off really strong and then it it went downhill fast and just never recovered. Uh, I, I, again, I think something clearly changed after 2019, which is weird because I like the songs on this list from 2019, but I wasn't a big fan of, of Fred or flip, which came out at that time. There's a few songs on there that I liked, but then all the stuff in the latter half of this that I'm like, God, this is hard to listen to that are from the yum, yum era. I didn't care for those, but I do like a lot of the music that they released on the proper albums and EP from the Yum Yum era. So it's a it was it was a really weird dynamic that they were releasing stuff I liked, but the songs on this list from that era, I didn't. Or they were releasing stuff I didn't love, but the songs on this list I did like. Either way, this list was a challenging listen for me. This was a rough one. Yeah, I, I feel you. I mean, honestly, the latter half is rough. The latter half is rough, but I think even you you can even pull moments from like fun for instance you can pull moments where it's like okay well that's objectively pretty decent flows it's just the, the sure. overall artistry the cohesiveness yes. I, I it's just fully it's, it's agree. everywhere every one of these yeah. songs even the bad ones there are elements of it that i'm like okay you know that was a good element that if this was a demo and you pulled that out and built around it great oh yeah, yeah for sure well, fuck yeah. I think those are some pretty cohesive final thoughts. Uh, are you ready to talk personal favorite tracks? I have one that I feel pretty comfortable putting on the playlist. I have two that I liked. Uh, I think we both uh, probably would put Eight Ways to Die at the top. Oh, yeah, for sure. For and sure. it is on Spotify. Yes. Yeah. So that one I assumed was going to be a given for both of us. That's a given. 
What was your other one outside of that? My second would have been round here. I really liked round here. Ooh, okay. I would I would be really I would be super okay with putting that on the uh that was my third. What was that your would have second? Been my third. My vengeance. second was vengeance. Yeah, my second was vengeance. But let's let's put eight ways to die in round here. Put vengeance so on too. Screw it. This is the last episode of songs we missed. Put all three on. Fuck it. Vengeance is going on. All right. Let's see. Our official playlist now has ten hours and twenty three minutes of content on it. Ten twenty three. What That's, is it? Thirty seven minutes before I usually go to lunch. <laughs> There was a, a band from my hometown called 1023, and uh, they, were, they were a punk band. They were actually pretty good, but this was in the mid-90s at a time when radio was still a big thing. And I remember them getting on the like big radio, not like college radio, but like the main radio rock channel in town because yeah. the group was called 1023 and the channel was 102.3 so they played one of their songs that but, sounds fun yeah that's a random there's thing there's actually cool. uh here's a random thing there's a like a christian screamo band called children 183 and they played at my church for this like sunday like rock youth group fucking concert series that my church put on when i was a, a wee boy and uh, they were like, they had like corpse paint on oh, and this shit. this is the like, one. You talked they about fucking this. ruled. They you said the, the one parents that got, complained about that. They're the one that got, uh, yeah, they got it shut down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. I've, I, I knew I've, I brought that up before. But yeah, yeah. All right. So Fun stuff. we have something to announce. Announce. We need to talk about the songs we still missed contest. Whoa, what the fuck? Right. So we are almost to the end of season five. After the episode you're listening to, there will be one more episode in season five. It's our it's our annual super special Christmas episode. After that, we're going to take a break. We're going to collect ourselves, rest up and be ready to come back swinging in January with the beginning of season six. We are going to dive hard into twisted albums it's going to be amazing i can't wait but i mean i gotta be honest i'm so excited for next season but i'm very excited to talk christmas and then have a little bit of a break yes absolutely i i I mean hopefully everybody doesn't abandon us in those three weeks that we take a break listen they better fucking not (laughs) but i we but listen you gotta realize we need to collect ourselves before we relect ourselves you know what I'm saying? No, so we I have don't. to take those those breaks. OK, every now and then. But during that break, you're not off. You have a fucking job to do. Yeah, you have an assignment. So here's the deal. Just like we are now completing these songs, we missed episodes. We know that there's songs that we still need to talk about. There might be some from early on that we missed. There might be some from this past year or two that we missed. We're going to run a new contest. We're announcing it right now. And the contest starts right now. Whoa. We are going to do one, maybe two episodes, depending on how many submissions we get. We're not going to do a whole series again because, number one, I don't think there's enough songs. But number two, it's just not part of the plan. But we want you to submit songs that we still haven't talked about. These can be a song from any era. 
by ICP, by a group that ICP or members of ICP are in, or a feature by ICP, Shaggy, or Jay on another artist's song. Each person can submit up to three songs, no more than three per person. Songs Oof. must be submitted via email. Please include the song title, the artist, and a YouTube link to the song if you can find one. The contest will run through December 31st. So on December 31st, make sure you get those submissions in because after that, we will not accept any additional ones. Maybe, who knows, if more come in after that, maybe we'll run another contest at some point. But we will choose one winner from everybody that submits at least one song. And your song has to be one that somebody else hasn't already submitted. We'll let you know if it's already been submitted. But we'll choose and one. And we're going to choose one loser. Everybody that doesn't win is a loser. You're yeah, all but we're going to choose one to publicly call out. Oh, yeah. We'll call out one person that didn't win and just <laughs> ridicule you for not winning. Just absolutely lay into you. Just, just tear you down. But we're going to choose a winner and a loser. And we'll announce you both during our first and potentially only songs we still missed episode in season six. Season six, again, is going to start in January. This will likely be in the first five-ish episodes that we'll do the songs we still missed episode, depending on how things work out. So there you go. If there are songs we still haven't talked about in an episode, make sure you send them our way. And the person that we select as our winner is going to get a prize. I'm going to tell you about one very special item after Aaron tells you about a really cool prize that we partnered with an amazing artist to bring you. So, Aaron, please. Uh, we OK, so the other day. And I've actually teased this on our Instagram, but the other day I got in an awesome package from Scum Pit Toys on Instagram. We'll link their uh, their or we'll put their Instagram username below in the bio at Scum Pit Toys on Instagram makes fucking awesome vinyl toys. We got sent a shirt, uh, some stickers, some awesome stuff. He really hooked us up. Uh, with some badass stuff so we're we got some stickers to give away some pins to give away we're going to be setting up an awesome prize pack that has some magnets pins stickers of some really awesome original uh like drawn characters and uh, that some does, of that so. stuff is icp inspired absolutely yeah yes it is uh it is it is definitely and actually if you know uh for the jj boy listeners JJ Boys listeners, uh, they've partnered with Scum Pit Toys as well. Yeah. So, so definitely a homie. Definitely go check them out on Instagram. Show them some love. Yeah. You'll get a Scum Pit Toys prize package. Additionally, additionally, many of you know that Aaron and I are in a group called Fuckface. We released uh, an, an album earlier this year, back in July. And then just before Halloween, we dropped a new EP called tricks we did not do physicals of tricks the winner of this contest will get a one and only handmade physical copy of tricks with bonus tracks there will be an alternate version of the song called wanted for murder there will be an early demo of the song Worms that's completely different lyrics it's just me doing a demo uh and 
I sent it to Aaron and we opted to change things up. And you will get an alternate remix of the song Real Killers. So all of that will be on the CD. It will be a one and only handmade CD with a, a full printed cover and everything. That's fucking huge. Uh, it's not huge, but if you like what we do, it's pretty cool. I mean, if I, listen, it's going to be something that even I don't have as an artist uh, on the tracks. But even you won't. Have, I won't even uh, have other it. than making it. I won't even have it. Absolutely not. This is one of one, baby. And if we ever do physicals of that release, it won't have that extra shit on it. Exactly. Uh, that's only for you to yep. put on YouTube if you want. I don't give a shit. Awesome. So there you go. Well, that's, that's about our episode. I mean, that, first of all, that contest is great. It runs till December 31st, y'all. Get your song selections in. Three max. Three max. I, You know, knowing that we have one more episode of Songs We Missed, this doesn't feel like a finale, but it kind of is, right? No, no. We have no more episodes of Songs We Missed. We will have an episode of Songs We Still Missed. How many colons does that title have? Three. Okay. Yeah, one between each each word. Yeah, songs we still miss. Yeah. We'll go and toss a tack a fourth in at the very end. I'll just put one at the end. Yeah. I'll put one at the I beginning mean, too. Yeah, go ahead and make it symmetrical. Why not? Yeah. Let's let's put it five. Too bad there's not an uh U that we could put an umlaut over. <laughs> <laughs> we can put it over the O. Songs we still miss. Oh yeah, true. We can put it over the O. It'll be songs. Um, songs we missed. Y'all, thank you for for sticking with us through nine episodes of songs we missed. And for the future one episode of songs we still missed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next next week's episode is so excited. I'm so excited. We are doing our Christmas episode with our good buddy, Andy. Yeah. Oh. The, this is my is it's the most wonderful time of the year because I know that Andy and I can talk about snacks. You and Andy are snacks. Oh, thank you. You're a snack yourself. Hey, you're a whole meal. Uh-oh. You're my Thanksgiving dinner. Weird. Get in this crock pot. I need to take you to my family's <laughs> house. <laughs> That's Eric. amazing. <laughs> Until next week. Until the Christmas fun begins, mm. where can people uh, find us and, and and talk to us? All right. Here's how you can do it. Go to our website, icpwwe.com. There you can find links that will let you join our Discord. And our Discord is an amazing place. I, I say it all the time, but I truly mean it. Not every Discord is as chill and cool and rad as ours is. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. You can send us an email. You can buy some merch. You can link to our YouTube that doesn't have enough content on it. You can s- join our you can you can become a patron and patronize us. <laughs> amazing. Speaking of our Patreon, y'all, it's only $3, one simple tier. You get an exclusive clip from every episode in the special Patreon channel in our Discord. That being said, if you are a patron and you are not in the Discord, hop on in and let it be known that you are who you are in Patreon uh, so that we can get you added to the special channel and you can have access to that content. Add us Um, and let us know and we will put you in that special channel. That special 
channel y'all i would like to thank our patron uh, our dear patrons our dear over the shoulder boulder holders i mean at this point we would have boulders all over the place because we have so you know we keep having holders yep uh we, we need to add holders uh so thank you so much to rob Viron, Corey, blade scotty april and of course dr scott queef i appreciate <laughs> it um thank you so much for your continued support uh over on patreon i thought for sure that it would be pino owino this time (laughs) (laughs) listen the pino owino like name it's sacred that's true (laughs) it's it's the the family name from centuries of their in their vineyard um fair we'll just we'll we'll just let that one stay in the vault in the cask if you will in the wine cellar uh i'm going to pull it out at the most random time <laughs> good uh, i hope you know that huge thank you for the support in every capacity to all of you we we really truly appreciate you so thank you thank you thank you so much y'all and everybody listening thank you for listening i appreciate it until next week for eric i'm aaron big old whoop whoop and uh, we'll see you at Christmas time. Yay. Are you telling me that Moose Dick Mace Moose Are you telling me that Mook God I can't even fucking say it